Lance Howery. Kind of like a rabbit's foot. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if our first five podcasts are lucky. Do you ever watch? We had any, I don't know if we'll have any views. I don't know. Zane Potter. And let, let's let's be honest here. It's not exactly five-star media. This is Men in Armor. Good. Dude. It's all good. Dude. <laughs> all right, we're plugged in. We're recording. Oh. And we're doing good. Recording? Recording. Recording. All right, are we ready? I don't, I don't think so, but let's go. Okay. I don't think so. Let's do this. I'm totally unprepared for this episode. But oh, I think we all are. We're just chatting, basically. Let's just have fun. Okay. We've been chatting for like 30 minutes. Yeah. Let's do it again. <laughs> you got the thing plugged in? Yes, it, it is plugged in. I need a big sign that says, I did it. Good catch, because I would have totally forgot. <laughs> All right. Plugged in. Things on. We're good. Everything's on. Okay. We're good. Awesome. What is up, guys? Welcome to a special holiday edition of Men in Armor. Um, sitting across from me is our co-host, Lance Harry. How are you doing, man? Doing good. Doing good. Having a good week. Yeah. You ready for a Merry Christmas? I am. I'm ready for Christmas. I'm ready for a... I get off for a few, like, I don't know, a week or two. Yeah. So I get so, off like maybe 10 days. Let us let us explain something real fast. So you guys are going to feel really... You're going to feel like you went back in time or maybe forward in time. Back to the future. Yeah. Because um, we have a guest on that technically won't be on till next year. But he's getting ready to be on again now yes right we've already recorded him for the episode that will air episode 10 episode Episode 10 10. it's gonna air like uh, a couple days after new year's something like that yeah this is episode nine so after you listen to this episode just pretend you've never met him yeah cody how you doing (laughs) i'm doing good so you won't really meet him till next episode today today you just get to experience him but next time you get to meet him yeah right right so i'll keep my uh i guess intro at a minimum i'm great it's yeah, great. it's great to be. It's great to be here. <laughs> it's great to have you back. <laughs> it's like we went to, Back to the Future. I was about yeah. to say that it's good to be back, but yeah, uh, no. yeah. And we're recording this episode like a week away from Christmas, just because we wanted to be as close to Christmas as possible. The, yeah, mm-hmm. in the Christmas spirit when we did it, and we're not prepared at all. It's just going to be kind of an off the cuff episode, uh, more lackadaisical, I guess you could say. Is that what we normally do, or no? I mean, usually prepare. I mean, I'm a regular <laughs> listener, and I think it's a lot of lackadaisicalness. Oh. <laughs> so this is the last time Cody's going to be on. <laughs> yeah. Except he will be on next week. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, how, how are you doing, Zane? How? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm not quite got my shopping done yet. But, oh, yeah? You know. who, who do you got left? Uh, <laughs> well... Do you not want to admit it on air? <laughs> they won't know because you, you. I mean, they probably won't listen to us anyways. Well, I got <laughs> some like little stocking stuffers, but as far as like a major gift for my dad and my sisters, I'm at a loss. So, okay. but I'm I'm more of a Christmas Eve shopper. Okay, I'm a I'm a last minute shopper. I'm a last. I've been shopping for three months. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, I oh always I, I'm like a totally person that prepares in advance, but then doesn't stop buying. Mm. It's probably a problem. Yeah, yeah. to work on that. So you're like my wife. Yeah. Like my wife does all of our Christmas shopping, basically, for our kids, for our relatives, 
for each other. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like I'll be like Desi like, said she was gonna be surprised what we got the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I'm like I'm always like, babe, what do you want for Christmas? And she'd be like, oh, I don't want anything. And I'm like, whatever. Great. So, what do you need? And she's like, I don't need anything. It's like, okay, well, um, whenever it comes Christmas, just pretend that you're surprised by the gift that you get yourself. <laughs> I have no idea what you want me to get you. So, yeah. Yeah. I, got yeah, I have a hard time getting surprised because I'm like, all right, babe, I want this. Mm-hmm. No, I, if I give you a list, I, I'm going to want it all or I either want just this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I got, uh, I got Reagan's gifts. Yeah. Out, yeah. You got it or you picked it out? I mean, you uh, got well, I've bought half of it. Oh, okay. We'll say that. It's like kind of a package gift. It's like one gift with like little gifts in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, I want to say what it is, but you know, seeing that this is going to air on Christmas Eve, I don't know. Yeah. You're when you're going to give it to her. So it's before. Uh, I don't know. We might, we might exchange gifts before then. I'm not sure. Should exchange at four o'clock on Christmas Eve. This comes out at five o'clock and then it won't be ruined. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. So, so she just bought her first gun. She just bought her first handgun. Okay. So uh, I got her a range bag and some earmuffs. Nice. Glasses. Uh, I still need to buy her a couple boxes of ammo. And uh, what else? Cleaning kit. I need to get one of those. Just a basic one. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, just the just the basics to get her started. Sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. I hope yeah. she likes it. Oh, what cool. gun did you get? Uh, Walther PPQ M2. Okay. Yep, that's the one she liked the most. I was just—I didn't pick it out for her. I was just there to make sure she didn't buy anything junky. So yeah, that was my sole job. Is that nine mil? Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yep. She wanted something to uh, keep around her apartment when she moves out, and yeah, possibly carry in the future. So that's what she liked the best. Sounds cool. Yeah. So when you have not exchanged gifts at four o'clock on Christmas <laughs> Eve, text me and I'll move our episode to Wednesday. <laughs> you guys will know why it's coming out on Christmas. Yeah. No, we probably will. She probably wouldn't even listen to this before then anyhow. <laughs> It'll be the episode she listens to. Right. Um, yeah. How are you doing, Cody? What's going on with you? I'm good. Good. Work's good. I, um, I'm only going to take off. I think our office closes... On Christmas Eve at noon, and then we're, our office is closed on Christmas Day, and then back to work the day after Christmas. So wow. we're just gonna keep on grinding until the end of the year. Hopefully, try and get, um, try and get back, trying to get ahead of, I guess, the new year. Yeah, that's kind of my plan. What are you guys doing on the twenty eighth? You guys need to come over and watch the watch the Oklahoma game with me. Yes, Boomer Sooner. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a big. Of, I'm not a fan of them, but I, no. I I'm a fan of the Big Twelve, and I want to see them win. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed. They got three players got suspended. Yeah, so, that was tough. So yeah, why? Kind of bummed. It um, hasn't come out, has it? Yeah, it did finally. Yeah, I talked to a guy I work with, and I guess it was um, marijuana possession. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So their best defensive end. Running back and wide, wide backup, backup running back. Okay. And I don't know if the wide receivers any good or not. I thought he was. He might be. That just makes me sad. It does. When guys with so much talent just has it come out stuff. whether they're out both games. I don't. I think, <laughs> I think Lincoln Riley is. I don't think he's said they're out for both games. Mm-hmm. I haven't been. I haven't been up to really up to date. I got a. I got a ESPN alert the other day that said that they got suspended, but at the time. It didn't come out. It hadn't come out. Why? 
And then I heard from somebody else that it was because of marijuana possession, but I don't know. Hmm. So bummer. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. It's going to be, uh, hopefully they can just, some other players can step in and fill the roles. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little, I'm, I'm hopeful that they can win. And they're going up against LSU. They're going up to against LSU, the Heisman Trophy winner yeah. at the quarterback. Their defense is really, really good. Um, I hope just to see. I mean, whenever I when I'm not don't have like a iron in the fire, so to speak, and care as mm-hmm. much. What I what I care about is a competitive game. Yeah, yeah. and I, I hope that the game's at least competitive. And yeah. yeah, yeah. I think last year was it start last year's game started the way I thought it was going to end. Which was just a, a route by Alabama. I mean, yeah. they just they came out guns blazing and just put a hurting on OU yeah. at the beginning, and then we slowly crept back into the game and and almost came back and almost won the game. Um, so I'm hoping that it's at least close. Obviously, I'm hoping for a win, but if it's not, I just at least want it to be close. So we're not embarrassed. That'd be a real boomer bummer yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, joke, jokes from zane over there i had to that i couldn't a, resist that was a zinger I need, I need to get a get a pre-drum drum beat mm-hmm. for you yeah. we need to get a soundboard is yeah. what we need to do yeah. put sound effects in there yeah i think that'd be great anyway all right well this, so this is the christmas i don't know if we've mentioned yeah. that christmas episode so yeah like, merry christmas guys merry christmas um should be coming out on christmas eve as long as zane gets his presence and on time but um <laughs> anyways yeah i don't i don't know what so you guys got big christmas plans or mm, not that i know of we're going to we're going to oklahoma city tomorrow and staying down there for three days my typically what we'll do is we we meet in our hometown which is alba we'll meet there and hang out there have family christmas there but my sister-in-law is pregnant and due around the time of Christmas, and so she didn't want to be too far away from um, the hospital, her doctor, just in case she Makes went sense. into labor. So so we decided to do it in Oklahoma City, close to them, so it'll be fun. And I think Sunday morning we're going to hit up a, a life church down there in the city. Okay, that's so awesome. Maybe go to Craig's church or something. That'd be we'll cool. See. Yeah, yeah, pretty excited about it. Where's Alva at? Alva's northwest Oklahoma, so it's about an hour and 45 minutes um, southwest of where we're sitting. Mm. Southwest to Wichita. So it's a little little town. It's a population of about 4,000. I think it might have been through there. Yeah. If if you go, if you're a, a sand dunes guy, like you go to the sand dunes and um, four-wheeling and that sort of thing, oh. typically people drive right through yeah. Alva to get to the sand dunes. Um, so that's kind of our claim to fame is our our university there is uh, Northwestern Oklahoma State University. We won the NAIA national championship in football in like '98 or something like that. That's our claim to fame. That's Still holding on to that. that. Still holding on to that. Yeah. Claim to fame <laughs> in <laughs> Alva. Yeah, in Alva. Yeah, yeah. That's our claim to fame in Alva. Yeah. I knew it because we had a we have a customer there. So yeah, yeah. Very cool. What about you, Lance? What are you doing for Christmas? Uh, my Christmas is crazy. Like, I just want to shout out to everybody that has blended families because, like, I mean, our kids are all over the place. I think we got Colton on Christmas Eve. We got Lincoln on Christmas Day. We don't have them both till the 27th. And so we're going to be doing Christmas at my family on the 27th, Christmas at her family on the 28th. Um, my mom, uh, my grandma on my mom's side will be going there on Christmas Day. 
but kind of just all over the place. Man, that's wild. Mm-hmm. And it changes every year, so like that's not like here. This is the normal plan. This is the every other year plan, so to speak. So, man, nice. Well, but I'm excited. Yeah, got the kids some cool presents and got uh, I'm excited to uh, got Desi some. Desi some boots. She, yeah. she never listens to our podcast, so <laughs> she, she won't know. <laughs> I think she listened to number one the other day. Yeah, that's like funny. last week. So let me ask you guys this. I've been I've been really struggling with this lately. Not struggling, just, you know, kind of pondering it. But, you know, as I get older, I notice more and more. Like, it doesn't feel like Christmas to me right now. I mean, I, I, the magic is gone, so to speak. Like, when I was a kid... We have this little countdown clock that's it's a little plush Santa with a little wooden base and you got two little wooden blocks that you with the numbers on them. And it seemed like it took forever for that thing to get down to single digits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now I walked upstairs and looked at it and it's at six days. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what even happened? Like <laughs> I don't feel like I'm in the Christmas spirit at all. Mm-hmm. But do you guys feel like you've kind of regained that after having kids and stuff like that? No. No? Really? Well, that's if, depressing. If I'm if I'm honest, 100% honest, I I don't want to uh, this is going to sound really really bad. I don't want to say that I don't like Christmas cuz that's not the truth. I love Christmas. I love what Christmas actually represents. But I feel as as I've gotten older, I've developed a little bit of a maybe a Scrooge mentality towards Christmas if that makes yeah. sense because well, because I feel I feel people don't, generally, people don't understand the true meaning of Christmas. and Commercialism I, kind of ruins yeah, it, too. it does. It does. Yeah. And, you know, with Black Friday and people just losing their minds on Black yeah. Friday for <laughs> Christmas shopping. Um, you mean Black Thursday, because yeah, that's what it really is yeah, nowadays. Yeah. Um, but, no, like, I, I don't want to say that I dislike Christmas, because I, I really do. Like, I look forward to a lot of, a lot of you know, Christmas movies, and, and not so much Christmas music. I've never been a fan of Christmas oh music. Oh, my gosh, because, I love Christmas music. Because my dad ruined us on Christmas music. He would play the exact same <laughs> Shania Twain Christmas album every year for Christmas. Album. And I just got so old to the point where I just, I'm not a big fan of Christmas music, if I'm honest. Um, but, yeah, like, like I, I do love Christmas, what it represents, and yet, as I've gotten older, I've just kind of just like I'm. I'm ready for whenever it gets here. I'm ready for it to be over, if that makes sense. Really? Mm. Yeah. 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 I feel I love Christmas. It's one of my favorite time of the year. Um, I love I love giving. Like mm-hmm. I, I do. I love giving gifts, and so that's why I'm I start so early because it's exciting, mm-hmm. and I want to get get done so to speak and get prepared. But then I like keep buying because I I like buying gifts for people, yeah. and and so. It uh, it snowballs and I buy too much, but, but no, I do. I do love Christmas. <laughs> I, I think I think as though when you get older and you have kids, I think it's important to develop some new traditions that yeah. you have that you um that are different from when you were a kid, you know, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and develop traditions that you have with your family now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. like we do. Like Desi made this special advent calendar that she handmade last year, and the kids love that. So every day, you know, we do a little something for them. We've gotten a few books for them this year, and. Um, I found an advent calendar that gives them a little bitty Lego every day. Yeah. And so we just did that and just stuff simple. Sometimes it's just candy, but it's just like a fun thing that they get to wake up every morning and have fun. And mm-hmm. we get to remember that and create those memories. And then, and then it is hard though. I, I, 
This is probably like last year. I felt like it was better because we had both boys on Christmas Eve, um, and this year it's opposite. And so, because Colton's is always stationary in terms of what what our papers say and stuff, and mm-hmm. so I feel like this year I'm having a harder time with it. I feel um, a little bit more disappointed that how it's fallen in terms of days and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I feel like that's difficult. But I st- basically just trying to make memories is yeah. and and trying to make uh, traditions that kind of go with it so yeah yeah to, to kind of piggyback off a tradition that you mentioned um I, I love that idea of creating new traditions so we've <clears throat> what we've done is we've kind of toned back gift giving in a way yeah so we don't give our kids as many gifts um over christmas and what we do instead is we give them you know something they want something they th- something that they need and then we take a trip that's so cool. like last year we went to Branson because it was kind of we developed this, this this tradition last year and we developed it basically like I don't know four weeks before Christmas so <laughs> so 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 by the time we got around to actually planning the trip we we didn't we couldn't really plan a really big big trip and so we um we we just went to Branson and then this year um we our tradition got pushed back to spring break so we're we're our Christmas trip is going to be during spring break so. Yeah, but I, I love that idea of creating new traditions yeah. to yep. create memories because you get them so many gifts and eventually they collect dust. You end up oh, disposing yeah. of them. You end up every selling year. Them. Every year, I'm like, I'm not buying them as much yeah, yeah. because <laughs> it's just they. Right. They're always coming to me. And I'm like, I'm bored. Right. You have a whole room of toys. You want me to give them away? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then and then you take a trip rather than give a bunch of gifts and then they build memories. You know, with those yeah. trips yeah. and that sort of thing. So I love that idea. Yeah, that's what everyone tells me is building new traditions. And uh, I think back, I, we didn't really have a lot of tra- traditions, I guess. you could say. Really, the only one I can think of is we went out to eat on Christmas Eve. Yeah, Every Christmas Eve, we went out to eat. Mm-hmm. And actually, when we started that, our first time, we went to Spangles. And then from then on, it kind of moved on up into mm-hmm. a little bit of higher class stuff. Right. And last couple of years, we've gone to Hangar One Steakhouse, and that place is good. Is it? I've never I, been there. I oh drive man. by it all the time. I'm just it's like, good. I want to try that. You yeah. can go up into the control tower. They really? have a bar up there. That's cool. I don't know if they have any tables up there, but that's cool. watch planes take off. Yeah, that's really cool. cool. But it's good food. Mm. If you want good pot, SR71 pasta, Cajun pasta, hmm. that's good stuff. Mm. That's cool. Sounds really good. Anyway, what's some of your favorite traditions? Hmm. Well, the one that we started with the advent calendar is pretty fun. Um, I don't know. I've always, I don't know. I think probably one of my favorite ones growing up is that my grandma and my grandma, we would always go to my grandma's house on Christmas Eve and, uh, we got a ornament. We actually got it before. Usually we get around Thanksgiving. Um, but she would get a Hallmark ornament. And so I have one for every year I've born. Mm-hmm. I'm born oh, wow. since I've been born. And I have every single Lionel train. I love trains that Hallmark's ever made because grandma's collected them for oh, me. Nice. And so we get one of those ornaments every year. And so I feel like that's probably a cool tradition that I love that mm-hmm. like when, you know, when, when she's finally gone, like I'll be able to have those ornaments and remember yeah. her from. And yeah, it's so, probably priceless right there. Yeah. So she had, I mean, my cousin, two cousins, me, and then now she does it for Lincoln and Colton and, and probably for Evelyn this year too, and that's so. pretty cool. That is cool. What about you, Zane, what's your flip the script on you? <laughs> Man, like I said, I don't know. We didn't we didn't have a lot of traditions. Uh, 
Can movies be traditions? Yeah. Yeah. Like watching movies? Yeah. I love Let's Christmas transition movies. to that. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Die Hard? Oh, my God. I knew, you were <laughs> I knew somebody was going to say Die Hard. I don't I, I'm, I'm uh, I've not, never seen Die Hard. I'm not a... What? Uh, yeah. Um, dude, get out. <laughs> I don't... I, I'm not a... Uh, um, like, I love Die Hard. Uh, I've, I've never been a... Um, because some people will get offended if you call Die Hard a Christmas movie, and I've I've never been a, I've never been part of that group. Like I love <laughs> Die Hard. Um, if you want to call Die Hard a Christmas movie, power to you. Um, I think uh, I love Die Hard. I think National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation for sure has got to be up there. A Christmas Story is great, and I th- I've just seen it so many times. I'm just like, okay, I'm over this. Yeah, I, I love specific. I love certain parts of the movie you know oh like man getting tongue getting stuck to the the pole or or the, the rabbit blue. onesie the rabbit oh, onesie dude. is really good um <laughs> that's such a quotable movie yeah, yeah. i think the grinch with uh, the jim carrey grinch is probably my favorite okay. christmas movie <clears throat> yeah uh, man i don't know what my favorite christmas movie would be christmas stories up there mm-hmm. that's probably number one mm-hmm. have you guys seen uh jim carrey's a christmas carol Yes. Oh man! Yeah, like so. CGI, the yeah. animated one. Yeah. I really like it's that. Really good. It's good. The, even the Muppets one is good, though. Like <laughs> the most. Made you spit out your water. Uh, the Muppets Christmas Carol is actually pretty good too. I, uh, that was one that I watched when I was a kid all the time. So I think, I think that one was a good. It's one. all right. I wasn't a big Muppets fan. Yeah. I was more Sesame Street, but yeah. they never did a lot of yeah holiday stuff. Yeah. More educational, and boring. But. uh I can't go through the Grinch without quoting almost every line. Oh my gosh! I watched it the other day with my kids and yeah. my wife, and I was just quoting it like. Oh. Yeah, we we were watching it, and Reagan was talking about how uh, her brother always gets on to her and her sister for quoting the movie. Mm-hmm. So we she was watching it with me and Anna, and me and Anna were quoting along with her. <laughs> I think she finally felt free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably probably the L. Um, the elf or that one? The oh, elf, elf with, uh, was it, oh, what's his name? Will Ferrell? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. see, I don't think that that's that good. You really? Well, it's a good Christmas movie. I just don't think it deserves a top spot. A lot of people consider that the top movie, Christmas mm-hmm. movie of all time. No. No, I no. don't. I mean, I think it's a great movie. I think I'd probably put it like, I don't know, top five, probably top ten. Yeah. I don't watch a lot of Christmas movies, so. Yeah. I tell you what my favorite is. It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, that's probably my favorite. That will make me cry every time. See, the thing is about Christmas movies, about movies in general, is I don't like to watch movies more than once very much. Really? Mm-hmm. Like I don't like to rewatch movies. If yeah. I've seen it, I've seen it, and I'm mm-hmm. I guess. Right? And yeah. so, in terms of like loving a Christmas movie, I've I've maybe seen The Elf twice. I've probably seen The Grinch the most, probably, mm-hmm. and I don't watch a lot of other ones. And so, I mean, I've seen the ones you're talking about, but mm-hmm. probably once. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, they don't, like, become this amazing movie in my wow. mind because it's just a movie. Yeah. And so... You've never seen Die Hard. I have not seen Die Hard. So... But not by choice. Like, I just... I mean, I, ne- I didn't grow up and see it, so I, I don't know. I just never... So is, is what never makes... Never tried yet. What makes Die Hard a Christmas movie is I because is because the it Christmas party... on Christmas Eve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I don't... I don't... I don't think it's a Christmas movie, yeah. per se. I just say it because it's funny. Yeah. Seems like a lot of people get militant about it. Yeah, they do. I, I, I remember listening to a radio show and like they had guests on and they were like 
just getting like yelling at each other yeah. about the the it being a Christmas movie. From what I can <laughs> from what I can tell, that's the only reason is it takes place on yeah. Christmas Eve yeah. and there's a Christmas party. And I was like, well, by that kind of logic, then like half the movies ever made are Christmas movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so um, what do you think about Craig's message? Pretty some pretty interesting stuff in there. Like the last couple of weeks, anyway. I think it's been great. Yeah. Um, I think it's been just learn a lot from him yeah. the last few weeks. And, um, I don't know. I don't know if I have any specifics, but I mean, I just bring it up because so, um, Craig's message reminded me of a message I heard from John MacArthur. I don't know if any of you guys listen to him. Do you listen to him mm-hmm. at all? Uh, very down to earth, biblical preacher. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorites. He's actually been in, recently been in some hot water lately. Oh, really? Regarding, uh, like he said that women shouldn't be preachers. Oh. Which, uh, I mean, biblically he's correct, mm-hmm. but you know, this day and age, right. you don't say things like that. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, he uh, was talking about the Magi, and uh, Craig brought up, you know, we don't know how many there were. There was more. They say there was more than three, which mm-hmm. I like. I would like to think there was three because these were very wealthy, powerful men. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, the, that fact is interesting. Like the whole facts around, because I kind of researched it. Like Jesus wasn't born in December. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, he was born. What? What do they say? Like March? September? Or September? Yeah. So oh, se- end of September, early October is when they when it's yeah. when it said. And I just thought that fa- like I've never really researched. I mean, I think I've yeah. kind of heard it off the cuff before, yeah. but. I've never researched this. I researched it a little bit the other day, and it, yeah. it, it's interesting, like that. All the facts point that it couldn't have been actually during around December twenty fifth, because of the time of year it was. People yeah. aren't going to be traveling in the winter for census, yeah. um, which is what they were doing mm-hmm. before she had Jesus. And so, um, just really interesting. And then so the whole him, uh, the Magi not coming until later on until he's a yeah. toddler was I like thought that was, that was that was pretty, yeah. well, yeah. That's pretty what's, see that's what's always funny is because I knew that's probably the only thing I knew was because my dad and the only reason I knew it was because we have nativity scene and my mm-hmm. dad would always put the magi like across the room because he's like <laughs> that's not right they weren't there yet <laughs> yeah so uh but well in the whole to be honest the whole thing of being in a manger it's not like they weren't in a barn Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it was like, like a cave. No, it was no? a house. Uh, yeah, I thought it was like a cave. No, so so they, if they would have traveled from so from the research that I, I've done, if they would have traveled and they went there for the census, they would have been staying with family. Okay, and so they would have been in a house. They would have been probably in the upper part of that house, and that's where um, they would have these. Um, Mangers is where like they throw away the trash, and so what they did is they put hay in that and let him lay in it, and so it's actually a thing in the floor, and so there there probably wasn't so the all whole, these animals around. So the whole room at the end story was, yeah, the whole room at the end story is not in the Bible. I guess I never really, because I've read the Christmas story like a thousand times, but that's see that's like Mandela effect kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, because also like. One thing that John MacArthur highlighted is the three wise men would not have come. Basically, the wise men were the kingmakers of Persia. Right. They were a tribe 
in Persia, and it's where we get the magi. That's where we get the the term magic. You know, very priestly. Um, you know, higher power kind of sorcery type stuff. Right. And Daniel, Daniel at one time was actually chief of the magi. Uh, uh, Daniel in the lion's den, Daniel. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, they would have come. Like I said, they were the kingmakers. Like if you wanted to be a king in Persia, you had to understand their religion, the ins and outs of it, and you had to be approved and selected by them. Mm. Uh, so the Magi came. They wouldn't have been on camels. They would have been on fine Persian steeds with an army of Persian cavalry behind them. Mm. And they come knocking on Herod's front door. Herod was this little, you know, smarmy king who's barely hanging onto this little piece of land. They just kind of just gave it to him, fed it to him like a dog with a bone. Mm-hmm. And so, like, this is his one grip of power that mm-hmm. he has, you know, king over the Jews. And three very wealthy, powerful men with an army of Persian cavalry behind him come knocking on his door and say, we're looking for the king of the Jews. Mm-hmm. I imagine he was a little distraught. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah. I just found that, I found that fascinating how... But I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. They probably wouldn't have traveled with a, with a, without an entourage. Yeah, it's interesting that there could be more than three. I mean, because it yeah. doesn't really say three. Well, mm-hmm. and the, I, I would like to think there was three because well, I think we get that from the three gifts, and right. so we assume that there was three. But and... if if that were true, wouldn't all if there was so say there was like seven, wouldn't all of them have brought a gift? Well, not necessarily. They went in on it because you know the wise men were waiting for a savior. Because they had gotten, I can't remember exactly how the history plays out, but it happened because they had received a lot of the writings, old writings of scripture from the Jewish faith. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they were waiting on a savior to save the world, just like, you know, the Jews were. Right. It was incorporated into their religion, in a sense. And so they came to honor and worship him because they were waiting for him also. Yeah. I would like to think that they would, if there was like seven or eight of them, they all would have brought a gift. So if there's only Maybe. three, I don't know. Could have been three. That's the thing. It could have been three. Yeah. So it just doesn't, isn't actually recorded. Yeah. But see that, and that's like, how did, how did, so how did, uh, Persian steeds and cavalry get replaced with camels? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't either. Don't know where, don't know where that came from. Probably where most stories come from. Yeah. Nowhere. (laughs) Or somewhere. (laughs) No, that is interesting, though. I I never realized that the whole... There was no room at the end story isn't in the Bible. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's, Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Learn something new every day. I was shocked, too. Yeah. I feel like every Christmas program I ever did as a kid... Yeah, that was the... It's now a lie. I could have been lied to. <laughs> well, see, they, they say they moved the idea of Christmas, and the reason for it is because of in this time of the year. Um, I was trying to think. I'm trying to think back to what I read. Um, basically, there there is an evil going on at this time of the year for some reason. I forget what it was. An evil? Yeah, it's something evil that corresponds to this time of year. Um, you mean like uh I looked this up either. let me find it. So they made Christmas around this time to combat that evil then? Is yeah. what you're saying? 
So mm. isn't it? Isn't it's probably like pagan stuff? Mm, probably. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Because yeah. I've also heard that like Christmas trees and stuff. That's all pagan stuff. Mm-hmm. Christmas trees and wreaths and. Yeah. Hmm. 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 Let's see here. I don't know if I can find it again, but it was interesting. I think you're right, though. It's pagan stuff, and yeah. Um, I think there's a festival, like the festival, winter, the winter of some solstice. Sort. There's a festival of some so- a sort that where people are worshiping something else, and right. so it was important to move mm-hmm. the idea of Christmas into this time yeah. to counterbalance that. Yeah, mm-hmm. the winter solstice type stuff. Mm-hmm. Which, what do you think about that? What do you think about? I've always wondered this. What do you think about pagan traditions being incorporated into our celebrations as Christians? Like what? Well, like, you know, the whole Christmas tree thing. You know, uh... uh, I never really knew that, so... I didn't either. I I never really understood the whole Christmas tree wreaths. Like, I never really understood it. It was just one of those things where you did as a kid, and it was was a tradition that I don't think that anybody really understands. Where you put the presents. We just put the presents (laughs) under the tree. Where else are we going to put the presents? Right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it, but that does raise a good point of like what, because we I know we get in a lot of hot water because you know we say well, if you don't believe in Christmas, you know you, the reason Christmas you shouldn't celebrate it and everyone, you know more secular people, get onto us saying well you know all that stuff that well, you all those traditions are pagan, in origin, and so at that point it's like well, do we then you know, forget about those traditions or have those traditions gained a new meaning? I think it's, uh, I mean, I think they can gain a new meaning. I think that it's a, it's something that you have to develop on your own, maybe as a family, as a core, core, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't think that, I guess I would like to think that trees can't be terrible because our, our church is filled with about 30,000 of them Mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) Yeah. It's a forest. Right. But, you know, I mean, I think you can trace a lot of things. I think people can take anything mm-hmm. and make it symbolize the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, you can go to the okay symbol thing that's going on right now. Oh, man. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. and, and how that's supposedly white power. Right. And, yeah. I mean, that's just absurd. I mean, it, obviously people can use it for that, but that's not what it used to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think that trees could have started as something different and we've turned it into something else. Yeah. But I also think it's part of the commercialized part of Christmas. I mean, it obviously isn't part of the story. There wasn't a tree where Jesus was born or, mm-hmm. it, you know, Santa Claus isn't part of the whole story either, but I don't think he's of the devil either. Yeah. You know, some people think that. Yeah. I think there's just so many things that over time have gotten lost in translation, I think. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm sure I'm sure you could probably take anything in your daily um your daily routine and you could trace it back to you know, paganism of some kind. You yeah. know, anything that you do in your in yeah. your daily routine. Um and and so I think it's just we've branched I guess branched away from that and we've carried on a tradition that we didn't really understand to begin with. It was just something that our parents did and their parents did and their parents did. Um, and I think, cause it's like the, it's like the story with the, 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 the pot roast in the oven. Have you guys heard this story? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. So the, um, they're cook, getting ready for Thanksgiving and a, they're got a big 
you know, pot roast or a big ham, basically, in, and they, they take it out and they get ready to put it in the pan to put in the oven. And the, the mother chops off both ends of the ham and discards it and then puts the rest of the ham in the, the oven. Like actual ham, or was it like... Like, like the, the ham, I don't know, like the ham, just a giant ham. She chopped off both okay. ends and then discarded it and put it put the, the rest of it in the oven, right? And the daughter says, hey, why did you why did you chop off, chop off both ends of the ham and discard it and then put the rest in the... And she goes, well, it was just something that my mother did, so... You know, I just, I just assumed, I just assumed that's the recipe. And then she goes to, you know, her grandma and said, Hey, why did you, why did you chop off two ends of the ham and teach my teach your daughter how to do that? And she's like, well, that's what my grandmother did. Or that's what my mother did. And so they, they just, they keep asking the question, well, why'd you do this? And they finally realize that it was because back a long time ago, the oven was small (laughs) <laughs> and so they chopped off two ends of the ham to fit in the oven, and there was no other reason for doing it other than the so oven. So this was small. actually happened. This was an actual. I, it's I, I think it's a fairy tale. I don't know. Oh, it's okay. just not, it's something I heard somewhere, but it just kind of gives you an example of why we do things. Yeah, we don't really know why we do them. We just do them because we've our families have done them for so so many years. I think that's why it's perfect to be able to um, question your traditions, mm-hmm. question yeah. why you're doing something mm-hmm. because. If you did it because this person did it because this person did it, yeah, are you truly well, doing it well, like for the I right s- reasons, or is it the right thing to do? I mean, yeah, well, like, are you guys familiar with the Mandela effect? Do no. you know? Okay, no. so the Mandela effect essentially is named after Nelson Mandela. Okay, and there was a period. A lot of people thought that. So Nelson, when did he die? He died like five years ago or something like that. It wasn't, it wasn't too long ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, everyone, there was a lot of people that thought he was already dead, that he died in prison. Hmm. And it was just a weird phenomenon because it wasn't just like a couple people. Yeah, it, it was, was, I think it was I remember like, this. Yeah. It was like half the world thought he had already died. Hmm. And that's known as the Mandela effect. Like, you know, for some reason there is a a, a memory implanted into your head that's just there, and uh, yeah, some people speculate that it's you know certain things blend together, like your mm-hmm. your mind can't process everything exactly the way it happened, mm-hmm. so they think it it kind of just consolidates some things to make up room. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the wilder theories are that it's uh, like basically the blending of uh, uh, timelines, mm. like different dimensions mm-hmm. kind of meeting huh. in certain pop culture uh aspects huh. but uh interesting kind of like that i've heard the christmas story a thousand times mm-hmm. it's been read to me in church almost every year mm-hmm. uh one of the old an old retired pastor would read it to us as kids mm-hmm. like the last service we would have like the last kid service we would have before christmas and for some reason i guess i just assume that the whole no room in the end thing was in there. Right. And now I find out it's not, and that's kind of troubling. <laughs> well, it's a, Christmas, it's a song. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I Googled, um, why do we celebrate Christmas around a tree? Okay. What would you guys like to know? Yeah. I mean, you're you're basically spot on, Zane. Um, and this is from whychristmas.com. Uh, the evergreen fir tree was traditionally been used to celebrate winter festivals, pagan and Christian, for thousands of years, pagans used branches of it to decorate their homes during the winter solstice 
as it made them think of the spring to come. Christians used it as a sign of everlasting life with God. Ah. So the green represents everlasting life with God. Everlasting life. That makes sense. That's why we don't use a maple. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, other than the fact that maples are massive. Mm. You get a small one. (laughs) Baby maple. Anyways, yeah, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So do you guys think that the tradition... Do you think that Christmas needs a change? Mm, no. No? It probably will, but long after we're gone. No. I'm sure. Who knows? Because I think Santa Claus was actually like a real guy, and it started like in Germany or something, and it mm-hmm. kind of just kind of just branched off, and now it's a worldwide pop culture thing. Mm-hmm. So You mean Santa's not real? Spoiler alert, guy. Jeez. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully there's no kids listening. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have elves running around my house right off. now. Um, <laughs> I have elves running around my house. They have to be real. Well, anyway, so after the mantle of Santa Claus has been passed down from generation to generation, you know, he had to branch out worldwide. He's international now. Hmm. But, what do you think, Cody? Does Christmas need a change? No, I don't think Christmas needs a change. I... In the season that we're in and with um, this, I think, reinvigorated, you know, all, you know, all these churches, Life Church, Fresh Life Church, um, Elevation, just to name a few, um, we're reaching so many people and teaching so many people about Jesus and, yeah. and, and God. And I think, you know, this, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not revolution. Um, not revolution. Um. I know what you're talking about. Revival? Revival. Revival. Yeah, yeah. This revival that we're in, I think it's only going to help revitalize the actual meaning of Christmas. Because I do feel like a lot of people have lost the true meaning of Christmas because they celebrate celebrate Christmas Christmas with presents, and it's the season of giving, and a lot of people don't... I feel like, personally, a lot of people don't really feel that it's the season of giving. They feel it's the season of receiving. And that's just from my perspective. But I do feel like with, with this new... Um, you know, sense of, you know, we're reaching so many people and telling so many people about Jesus yeah. and, and God, and, and people are developing close relationships with God. <clears throat> I think the cool thing still is that ch- um, Christmas is the most attended time for people going to church. Right. Yeah. And I think that is a good sign because right. people, even though they are caught up in the mm-hmm. gifts and caught up in the trees and right. all the other things that go along with it. Right they still deep down know that the true meaning of Christmas is Jesus right. and that, and, and they go to church because of that. Yeah. yeah. And so, and then that's why I love what, you know, what you're talking about is life church and mm-hmm. elevation and fresh life and all mm-hmm. the other ones that really hit home the Christmas message right. and really put a lot of effort into it, not just with the message, but with everything around it. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. Well, I do kind of like how Craig has been highlighting and, you know, I've heard other pastors do this as well. And I would strongly encourage other pastors not that i'm a, not that i should not that i'm an expert on preaching or anything but preach um, to us <laughs> i could preach to the choir believe me <laughs> but no so i like how craig is highlighting um not just the birth of christ and which is what the season is supposed to be about but he he uh also makes sure that he accentuates you know why he was born yeah. and he still highlights his life Right, because I think sometimes when we just highlight the birth, we leave that in this season and we leave it behind. Whereas his life 
and death we can take throughout the yeah. year, mm-hmm. all year long. So it kind of... Some of the messages almost seemed uh, Easter-like the other day. Yeah, it, yeah. But that was, I thought that was awesome and spot on because, like you said, it's it's about the life. Yeah. Um, and it's not just about him being born and, right. oh, this, you know, our yeah. Savior's born. Because we need to have something to but take with us. But he's our Savior. Us. Yeah, you know, this attitude... The season of giving, right. as you say, is something that we should carry with us all year, right. and we sometimes fail to because, mm. yeah, you know, we get caught up in the Christmas season. Once it's over, we leave it behind. Right. And I think you know Craig's doing a good job of highlighting that Christ is something you carry with you all year. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah, I do. I do think that you know this new revival that we're in, the season that we're in, and. The amount of people that we're reaching, that that these different churches are reaching, I think is just going to do so much good to revitalize and and recapture that image of what Christmas really is. And I don't I don't think Christmas needs to change at all. Yeah. I just think, um, you know, people need to remember and focus on year round. Need some redirection. Yes, redirection. That's a great yeah. word. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it goes back to one of the main things that you can do at Life Church, and what Life Church is about is not. It's not a place to go. It, we are the church. Right. We exist to serve the world. Right. And that's what Jesus did. He came here. He was born, and he served this world. Yep. Um, and then died for our sins. I mean, so I think that's the ultimate thing that pastors try to get across, and or Pastor Craig is trying to get across, and um, what really Christmas means. It's, it is the season of giving, mm-hmm. because Jesus can't, you know, God gave us, gave us his son yep. yeah. away for our sins to be wiped clean. Yeah. I mean, and that's what it represents. Yeah. Man. Deep stuff. Deep stuff. Who knew Christmas so deep? <laughs> I thought you'd just get presents on Christmas. I know. I know, Who man. Knew? It used to be simpler. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's your guys' favorite Christmas memory? Oh, no. I love sharing these stories. This is probably my favorite one of my favorite questions to ask. Favorite Christmas. So you haven't you have a story for this? Uh no. <laughs> I don't put, usually think about my answer before I ask yeah, a question. Well, you, you put us on the spot, so you gotta give us some time to, to think about a favorite Christmas memory. Yeah, give them a um, song or something. <laughs> sing to them while we think. My favorite Christmas memory would probably be um there was this one Christmas where it was just weird all around. So we were at my grandparents' house, and this is this is back when uh, my grandpa and grandma still on my mom's side still lived here in Wichita, and uh, I think it might have been before. Yeah, it was before my grandpa's stroke. So the night before, I'm where all three of us kids are sleeping in, in the bed in the guest room downstairs. And for whatever reason, like, I just wanted to drink a water. So I would get up out of bed, and I'd go to the door. I'd wake up, and I'd be still be in bed. And I would get up, go out the door, walk a little bit down the hall, wake up, and I'm in bed again. <laughs> and this happened, like, four or five times until I'd finally gotten a drink of water. Really? And then I woke up in bed again. Wow. Like, right as I'm about to take a drink and never have the dream again. <laughs> and uh, and then, uh, so we stayed at my grandparents' house, open presents. Mm-hmm. My cousins were there. It was a good time. And then we went over to, um, back to our house 
and open our presents that my parents had gotten us. Mm-hmm. And my dad had like taken his work boots and moved him through the ashes and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. That's when I got my pocket knife for Boy Scouts. <laughs> That's nice. probably probably my favorite gift of all time. Mm-hmm. My Boy Scout pocket knife. That's awesome. Yeah. It was my Red Rider BB gun, so to speak. Right, right. What about you, Lance? I don't know. My memory hasn't my my favorite memory hasn't happened yet. Yeah, really? <laughs> no, I don't know. I I can't. It's gonna happen this Christmas, yeah, right? It's gonna happen this Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like my memory is not always great in terms of capturing moments. Yeah, I, I would feel. Agree. I feel mm-hmm. like mine. Not yeah, me. I I feel like I. You know, I can't. Because Desi asked me the other day, like, "What was your favorite Christmas present ever?" I'm like, I don't know, like. The one you gave me last year, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and, and it's the same thing with memories. You know, I think uh, just one that a Christmas to remember was Grandpa being back home after yeah. being in a, almost, you know, dying last year. Um, he got in a coma on December 10th and oh wow, didn't think he was going to make it for two or three days and came out of it and was sitting in his chair, at, you know, on Christmas, Christmas wow. Eve day. And so I think... Uh, that was just a miracle and probably a relief for our whole family. And, um, that, that is was, cool. That was a good one to remember. That is cool. Yeah. How long ago was that? Last year. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> yep. December 10th was, he, uh, got hit in the head and, um, he fell and hit the floor and had two brain bleeds, uh, Holy eye cow. socket fracture. Jeez. Um, Holy cow. Had brain, two brain, yeah, two brain bleeds and he, uh, um, was in a coma for probably, I don't know, probably two or three days, I think. Was in the ICU for about seven. Um, they didn't think he was going to make I mean, they said they didn't think he was going to make it. All the doctors are at a loss for what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't make sense. Hmm. And so uh, he said, he's told me this story, and he's, he said that um, uh, he, he, he believes that death came for him and Jesus said no. Mm. And, um, that's why he serves at church now. And mm-hmm. like, I mean, he's always went to church his whole life, but yeah. he's like, you know, you told God I'll dedicate the rest of my life serving you. And, and so it's pretty, he's there every Sunday. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mine's not, I don't feel like mine's as heartfelt as that. I think <laughs> so. I've got a horrible memory and, um, so it's difficult for me to remember any specific gifts or the only one that I can recall, and I'm sure I've had better gifts than this, but I just can't remember them. Um, but I remember when we were kids, me and my brother got a Nintendo 64. For Nintendo Christmas. 64 was what I said was my favorite gift yeah. growing up. Yeah. When that Desi asked me. Yeah. And so we got a Nintendo 64 for Christmas and we, we had the Mario game that came with it and we had like Star Fox was another game that we got and... And we played that for hours to the point where you got blisters on your mm-hmm. thumbs. Um, you know, so that was probably our favorite gift. But, like, favorite memory, I think, would probably just be at, like, my, my grandparents' house in, in Oklahoma, in Alva. Mm-hmm. Just because they're both they're both gone now. They've both passed since passed away. And I think just remembering, you know, sitting around the Christmas tree at my grandmother's house while my grandpa's, you know, in his recliner taking a nap after lunch. I think that's just... Um, just looking back, I think that's probably yeah. my favorite Christmas memory is just any Christmas that involved my grandparents, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. That is pretty good. Yeah. I think it's hard for me sometimes with Christmas is that I get to work with my family. Mm-hmm. And so 
I see him every day. It's like, <laughs> right? It's nothing special to see him yeah. on Christmas. It's like, ah, uh, hello. Yeah. I think, I think for, I think, yeah, I think now in life, you know, we've, we've since moved away and our parents live an hour and 45 minutes. My brother lives, you know, three hours away in Oklahoma City. So the only time I ever see him and my parents together, it seems like is on holidays. Yeah. And so I think that's what makes nowadays, and that's what makes holidays so special is because we get to, we get everybody back together. My brother yeah. and my sister, you know, my mom and dad, um, you know, our kids, you know, my brother, he's about to have his first kid. So I'm about to be an uncle. I'm super pumped. I think, awesome. I think I'm more excited about being an uncle than I was ever was about being a dad. I told yeah. my kids that the other day and they were like, ah, dad, because well, you, you get to be a little bit more, uh, yeah, you get to less of an authority figure. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, you get to be the cool uncle that just lets yeah. them get away with everything, and then yeah. you know you get to take them, and then whenever they they whenever you get annoyed with them, you can just give them back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, I think I think everyone goes through that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a period in life where you know you feel like the family is, you know, falling apart. Right. In a sense. Yeah. And uh, I know that's the way it was on my mom's side. Once my grandpa had a stroke, we kind of we quit going over there for mm-hmm. for Sunday Sunday morning dinner after church, and mm-hmm. um, but I think that's just part of life. That's yeah. going back to you got to develop your own traditions, and right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why I want a big family yeah. because I want to be because on my dad's side we go to you know my grandparents for Thanksgiving every year, mm-hmm. and you know he's got four other brothers and sisters and. So then they all have their kids, and so we just have this big family get together, yeah. all in this little, this little double wide trailer, and it's the greatest thing ever. And I want to be in the position that my grandparents are in right now when I'm that age. Yeah, you know, looking looking at all the family I yeah made, so to speak. But <laughs> right. <laughs> that's why I look forward to anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Anyway. I'm not sure how to wrap this episode up. Yeah, because we didn't we didn't actually talk about anything. We talked about some cool stuff, Christmas. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I don't mean we didn't we didn't have any. Uh... Well, first let's give a shout out to Brandon. Brandon's supposed to be here again. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got uh, well, they're pregnant, and so um, he didn't want to be too far from home. They're due yeah. due pretty soon, so yeah. Yeah. understand that. But yeah. miss him. So shout out to Brandon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know wrapping things up. I just say. Go to church. Yeah. Go see your family. Yep. And uh, love them. Open presents. Yep. Yeah. Drink enjoy, a lot of eggnog. Enjoy. Enjoy. You know, like I said, I don't remember. I don't have any specific memories. I, I enjoy. I've been, always enjoyed family stuff. And so mm-hmm. I, I don't. I never really tucked anything away specifically, but I always enjoy being with my family. And, um, and, uh, especially my, my grandparents. I'm, they're as close. I'm as close to them as my parents. And so. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. very, uh, I feel like, you know, the years are ticking away f- to have them in my life because, you know, they're they're getting up there in age and almost lost grandpa last year and yeah. mm-hmm. grandma hasn't been feeling good this year. And so um, I do cherish all, because I, I grew up going every, every Saturday my whole entire life. I stayed the night at my grandparents yep. and woke up, had cinnamon rolls and bacon, orange juice and milk. I'm weird. <laughs> Not together. I was going to say, did you mix those up in like a little shaker? Or no, no, no. <laughs> no. Milk was when I had a bite of cinnamon roll. Uh-huh. Orange juice was when I had a bite of, bite of uh, bacon. bacon. Okay. Oh. Interesting. That's interesting. Um, that might be a tradition you can start. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, uh, you have to drink the milk after the cinnamon roll. <laughs> yeah. 
um, but but that uh and then going to church with them and and so it was uh i guess one of the maybe my favorite not favorite christmas traditions but things that i had with my grandparents and christmas reminds me of is now that i'm going back to church with my family again and yeah that means the world to me yeah. um and uh so i think that's what i'm appreciative of this christmas is being able to uh go to church with my family again mm-hmm. very good that's awesome yeah so guys Enjoy your family time. Make don't, some new memories. Yeah, don't be afraid to eat an, an extra cookie or two. Mm. It's the holidays after all. Oh, yeah. And also hit us up on uh, Facebook or Instagram because we never we never hear from you guys. <laughs> hey, we had 30 listeners so far. Like 34 listeners is what our thing says. So. Total or is that the... Is that the... Yeah. Like the average listeners. That's pretty that's good. good. Yeah. Oh, by the way, got some feedback from a listener. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, family member or... He thinks that... No. A uh, guy at work. Okay. He thinks I should chastise you because you didn't know what a jitterbug was. Oh, yeah. 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 It's possible. I get enough of that on YouTube, though. So. <laughs> he was really upset. Really? Yeah. He's a fellow bass fisherman. He, uh, actually, yeah? he actually checked out your channel. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, you guys should go fishing sometime. Yeah. He lives here in Wichita. That's cool. Yeah. He knows all the he knows all the little honey holes around here. So, like... Uh, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I've been getting some... That has been a change. Yeah. Like, I've had to, first of all, be humble. because I've got 472 subscribers. And yeah. I mean, honestly, like, that, I've went to a spot where that's not a lot when they talk about big YouTubers. More than I got. But, like, there is fame in 472 people following you. On, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it's, uh, like, I mean, I had one guy say, like, you know, you're... You should be bigger than you are because you're awesome, and it's just stuff like you've got Did a few your head starting comments. to swell a little bit. No, because I've st- <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to stay I've stayed balanced with it, you know. But I have to continue to strive for that because I mean, yeah. you could d- definitely. But you definitely have the guys that like to cut you up, and so mm. oh yeah, um, I've had three or four of those, and some of them I've had to delete because they were so so mean. So yeah, um, well, when I say chastise, I mean in the. A loving, friendly way. A, loving, a friendly <laughs> way. Well, there's been some people that uh, haven't been friendly. So. A jesting way. <laughs> no, he just couldn't believe you didn't know what a jitterbug was. That's like one of the classic bass lures. Yeah, well, I, I don't Have know. Have you used it yet? No. No? No. Yeah, I mean, it's like a topwater and it just mm-hmm. chugs and walks along the water. It's a classic. Yeah, I haven't used that one yet. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe you ever used a hula popper? Yeah. Yeah, it's made by the same people. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Pretty sure. I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I just got a new hula popper. I got it um, in one of my boxes. That's so pretty cool. Yeah. Well, try it out. See if it does any good for you. Yeah. Probably yeah it probably wouldn't do good. Yeah, it won't be great in the winter. So. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank Cody. Yeah. Hey, thanks man. for being Cody, on. Thanks again. for thanks for being thanks, on again. Yeah. Thanks for having me again for the first time. <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> I'll be back next week. <laughs> yeah, Cody will be back next week. Next, uh, I'll be back next week for the first time. He'll yeah. be back next year. Um, <laughs> Anyways, guys. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, Merry Christmas. Enjoy the holidays. Because uh, it is Christmas Eve. Yeah. We can't forget that. It is Christmas Eve. So, yeah. Uh, when you tune out, go drink some eggnog or something. Yeah. And those cookies that you set aside for Santa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the milk. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Until then, suit up and fight on. See you guys later. <laughs>